What's up, everybody? Michael Nettermeyer here and Joe Geary, and we're your host of the Whitwin Podcast, Whatever It Takes, Whenever It's Needed. Today, we're going to dive into a little bit of scripting because I feel like realtors, especially, and all salespeople for that matter, have a little bit of a misconception around scripting. Oftentimes, I hear Joe people say, well, the scripts don't sound like me. I want to make them my own. I want to, you know, I, I just, uh, I, I don't want to be sound scripted. And oftentimes what happens is the scripts aren't supposed to sound like you, like we've talked about. The scripts are also written to be able to internalize them verbatim before you start going off script and trying to do it yourself. And you've seen it. I've seen it. You see a lot of people that get into sales roles or, or even real estate. And what do they do when they script? They try to wing it. Or they just make it, try to make it their own. They try to make, make it, it their sound own. like them. Yeah. And what happens? They do horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. It sounds uhs and ums and this and that. So scripting is very important. So we're going to do a lot of a podcast now on scripting because they're important. Because scripts, if you can internalize scripts and get really good at them, you can make a ton of money. A ton of money from it. Because all it's doing is giving you a guideline on what you should say and how you should lead the conversation. But starting off too, I feel like even scripting with your SOI is important. But most people don't want to call their sphere of influence because they don't know what to say. They don't necessarily want to ask for business. And I get that. Like, if you even talk to a past client in uh, two years or three years, calling them and saying, hey, who do you know that's thinking about buying or selling right now probably isn't the best call. It's not going to come across as genuine because it's not genuine. And really, you have to keep in mind, these are people that you've done deals with that know you, like you, trust you. Maybe they've referred you. So just calling them and you haven't talked to them in three years and be like, hey, you know, I need, a, I need some, my business is slow. Who do you know? Probably isn't going to go over well. So with that said, if you're somebody that hasn't been good at keeping in touch with your database, one of the easiest ways to do this on a phone call is use the Ford acronym. Now, most people have heard of the Ford acronym. It stands for Family, Occupation, Recreations, and Dreams. And let's just say you're single, too. This works really well if you're going on dates. Because nobody wants to go on a date and sit across the table from somebody and have the other person just talk the entire time. You ever been on a date like that? Oh, yeah. When's the last time you were on a date? You've been, you and Cad have been together for a while. I'm tied down now. Me too. No more date. No more dating life. But think about that. When you go on a date, if the other person is just talking about themselves the whole time without you even asking them any questions, that date doesn't tend to go well very well. Because all they're doing is talking about themselves. And oftentimes, people don't even realize they're doing it. They're just nervous. So they're nervous. So if you're going on a date, a great thing to do is let them talk about themselves by asking engaging questions. So this also works with your database. So Ford stands for family, the F. O stands for occupation, R, recreation, and D, dream. So let's just run through this, Joe. We can do a very simple phone call here, and let's just say we're, let's just role play a call. So I call your past client, Joe. I haven't talked to you in a long time. Give me a call. Hey, Joe, how's it going? How are you today? Oh, I'm doing good, Michael. How's it going? Doing really well. Hey, I just wanted to give you a call. I was thinking about you. We haven't, I know we haven't talked in quite a few years. Just wanted to check in and see how things are going. Oh, things are doing good. My wife's actually expecting a baby pretty soon. Oh, that's exciting. That's fantastic. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. So I remember when you were buying the house, you had the two boys, and now you've got a third one on the way. Yeah, we correct? actually have a girl on the way this time. Oh, how exciting. How are the kids doing? Oh, they're doing great. They're doing great. Uh, Charlie's in fifth grade now, and and Bobby's in second grade. Oh, that's exciting. How do they like the school district? Oh, they love the school district. Do they? Yeah. Good, good. And is everything with the house is working out really oh, well? Oh, yeah, yeah. We absolutely love it. The neighbors are great. Neighborhood's awesome. Fantastic. Definitely. That's exciting, Joe. And so how's work going? I remember when you when we bought the house a couple of years ago, you were working at Monsanto. Is that still, uh, are you still there? Yeah, yeah. I actually just got a raise about a few months ago, so I'm really liking the job. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. Congratulations. That's neat. And so, so what are you guys doing for fun? You got any vacations planned uh, this year? We, we traveled a little bit last year, and we might go on a trip in a couple months here. So, okay, where are you headed? 
Uh, we're thinking about just Florida again. Oh, nice, nice. Do you get down there quite a bit? Yeah, yeah. We have a, a rental that we rent usually every year. Okay, very cool. That's awesome. So what part of Florida do you go to? Uh, we go to Destin. Really? Nice. Yeah, I used to go there when I was younger. That's a great spot. I haven't been there in a number of years. I've heard it's really developed over the last couple oh, yeah, of years. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely grown quite a bit. Yeah, very cool. That's awesome, Joe. And, you know, out of curiosity, uh, do you have any real estate-related plans in the next uh, year or so? Or are you pretty happy with the house? Um, You know what? With this third kid on the way, we might have to get a bigger house sometime soon. You know, obviously, we want to have the baby first and kind of you know, get settled with a new kid, but you know, maybe in the next year or so, we might think about getting something bigger. Okay, that's exciting. What's uh, what area do you think you might want to move to? I uh, definitely want to stay in the same school district, so probably the same area, cause just because we're so happy here. Mm-hmm. Just a bigger home. Just something bigger. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I can do, Joe. I can set you up on a home search. And that way I can just start sending you some homes in the area that are a little bit more square footage and maybe an extra bedroom or so, just so you can get an idea. I understand you're not ready now, but just so you can get an idea of what's out there and what's available. What I can also do is I can just put a quick market analysis together for your home and share with you everything that's selling in your neighborhood just so you can kind of keep up to date with that as well. Would that okay. be okay? Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Okay, perfect. I will get you set up on those things, and then I'll just kind of keep in touch. If you ever have any questions, just think of me as your real estate resource. Awesome. Will do, Michael. So, appreciate okay. it. Appreciate the call. Thanks. So there you go, right? So the conversation, I shifted it into real estate, but I think what a lot of people, what happens naturally is they, they're going to ask about how the market is. And what I also think is that didn't really sound like a sales call. It wasn't pushy at all. No, No. it was just very conversational. And you just kind of let let it naturally progress into real estate just by asking, hey, do you have any plans to move in the future? Or it's not like, hey, when are you going to sell your house? It's more just kind of like a conversation. Yeah. And so, and that's what you can utilize is just use those forward acronym, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. I didn't even really get into dreams. I kind of geared it toward real estate there at the end. But that conversation is going to naturally flow and it doesn't sound pushy. It doesn't really, you're just asking questions and allowing them to speak. That's why this works really well. I didn't really, you didn't ask me much about myself because I was just asking more questions about you. So I think it's important, one, to be genuinely interested in what they have to say, but then use this as a guideline. If you ever get tripped up or you're sitting there, even if you go, you go to some networking event and you're standing there like not sure what to say, just ask the people the scripting, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. If you're sitting in the conversation stops, you know, because that's always it's happened to me. It's happened to you, I'm sure. It's awkward. Like, it's exactly. a little awkward. Yep. Just ask the next, que- the next question. What do you do for work? Oh, that's exciting. Tell me more about that. So how long have you worked there? Oh, that's great. What do you do for the company? What do you like to do for fun? Just get into those things. Are you from Are you from St. Louis originally or whatever area you're in? So having that acronym helps out a lot in calls to your sphere, in, in just general appointments as well. And I think the more people that you can start to internalize this and get this into your, your, your daily conversation, you're going to have a lot of success with it. I think this is super effective too when you're going on appointments because obviously it's important to build rapport and people want to work with people that actually care about them and care for them. So yeah. when you show that you're actually taking an interest, not just in their home and the sell of their home, but also in them, it will help you tremendously. Yeah, I heard a saying a long time ago that says, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so if you don't care and you just want to go out there and spew all of this knowledge and all this information that you know, it's going to be difficult to get into rapport. So you're absolutely right. Get into rapport by you using this. And then you can start, once you're building that rapport, you can show them how much value you bring to the table, but to just lead with that and be like, I'm so great and I do this and I sell these houses and I'm number one and here's all this, get into rapport first. So getting into rapport about this with using this is very, very important.